Tuesday. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. And on today's episode, we're going to be bringing you our Super Bowl 57 preview and predictions presented by Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to miss us live, I have shared the link into all of our streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. Um, so you do have to miss us live. You can watch us on all of the streaming platforms. I'm, of course, your host, David on Point Huffman, my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins, from the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera, and then from the Daily Blitz blog, Mr. Christian Simpson himself in the flesh, uh, joining here on the podcast. Welcome into the show, gentlemen. Super Bowl 57, only five days away from the most hyped game of the year against the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. How are you guys all doing? Let's uh, let's go. We haven't seen some of you guys on the show in a minute. I'm I'm here. I'm good. And you? Hey, T- okay. hey TJ, mm. this is a must-win game. Of course. <laughs> Man, I swear, dude. <laughs> What, what, oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm done. Okay, we're done. That, no, that uh, question, no, no. that 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 question, for real though. Like, what is happening in that reporter's head when he's like asking that question? Like, what is the mindset there? I don't know. Stupidity. Yeah, it's almost it's almost as bad as like going to a what is it a, a dark a dark meditation or oh we're going to a dark what, meditation retreat for three days off of high whatever Rogers about to be up to uh, we'll talk about Aaron Rodgers here in a future show. Uh, we're doing a double dose of Prime Sports World actually today uh, we're doing Super Bowl preview and then we're going to talk about the team that most recently won the Vince Lombardi Trophy the Los Angeles Rams preview their offseason as their season did not go particularly well let's talk about the matchup here a little bit Kansas City Chiefs. There's their stats there on the left side going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Their stats there on the right side. Uh, both these teams prolific on offense. Uh, the last time these two teams played was in 2021. Christian, you're usually good at knowing this. Do you remember who won that game in 2021? Kansas City. Kansas City. Do you remember the score? Nah, I'm not going that far. But <laughs> Kansas City that. won that game 42 to 30 uh, in 2021. Uh, you know, October. Yeah, this is a. Tw- I think this might have been Jalen Hurts' first couple games as a as a pro, maybe potentially in 2021. Or I don't really remember, but yeah. So the last time they played these uh, the offensive rankings, uh, Kansas City uh, first on offense, they're second on D- on offense on, D- on Eagles second on offense. The defense, Eagles third, Kansas City Chiefs twelfth. First in passing for the Chiefs, twentieth in rushing, nine and fifth respectively for the Kansas for the Philadelphia Eagles. Those are stats. Let's talk about the matchups a little bit. Uh, head coach Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, quarterback, Jeremy McKinnon, running back, Travis Kelsey, tight end, Chris Jones, best defensive player on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, of all the stats here, what do you think is the most important stat of the stats that we're just looking at right now? For Kansas City, it's the – the um, I say it's the rushing attempt. I mean, they're not a team that primarily runs the ball a lot, but if the opportunity is presented to them, they'll do it. And I think – I think I um I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire is done for. He's not reliable. He can't stay healthy. No. Well, he is, did get activated off the IR today, actually. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know if that means anything. If he's actually going to play, be like be serviceable here in this game. But I know he got activated, so he could potentially be someone who plays in this game for them. Yeah, but you know, I think you got to stick with who's been the most consistent for you at the position, and that's been Isaiah Pacheco. He he's cut from the Philip Lindsay cloth. 
not really the fastest, but he's a physical downhill runner, wants to lower that shoulder, can run through people, and he initiates contact. He doesn't wait for it to come to him, burst through the tackles. And if you notice, anytime teams play the Chiefs, they're not loading up that box. So that kind of leaves lanes wide open for the running game because they're so focused on doing what? Trying to limit Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think actually what jumps out at me is actually the Kansas City Chiefs rushing yards. You know, the fact that they ran, you know, for 1,900 rushing yards was actually pretty surprising for me for a team that kind of you expect to be a pass-happy offense. Um, that 100 yards is pretty impressive. Uh, on the Eagles side, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Aaron Aaron Donald, that's a tackle. I got to fix that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I was looking at that like this. <laughs> Where when did Aaron Donald get get switched over to the yeah, yeah, man? You know, the crazy things happen in the Super Bowl. Uh, you just let new oh, plays whoever. Uh, let's talk about advantage. Let's talk about head coach Andy Reid versus Nick Sirianni. Who's got the head advantage when it comes to the head coaching position? Come on, man. It's the guy that's got the ring. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. It's the guy that's got the ring. It's the guy. Nah, that nah, nah, this nah, nah, franchise. nah. I mean, nah. Have a real, I mean, uh, ask me that no. question, David. Go ahead, it's Christian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no. TJ, I, I okay, I, instead of giving them one, it's the guy that's, that that took this Eagles team to how many NFC championship games and one Super Bowl? I think six, and then one Super Bowl, and then won a Super Bowl in Kansas City. And this is what their what the fourth trip with the, the third trip, trip in five years, third trip in five years, five years to the yeah. AFC in, to the Super Bowl, and how many AFC championships did Andy Reid take? Five straight. Five, five straight. Five straight. That's a check mark, check mark, check mark, baby. That's Come big on. red. That's big red. And we gonna get him. We, we ain't gonna get him McDonald's. Yeah, y'all we be gonna get him McDonald's or Burger King. Y'all we be gonna get him. Nice man, if anything, he should be getting some Wendy's, man. Wendy's. Look, no, he, no, he ain't getting no Wendy's. He ain't getting no Wendy's. We 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 getting bougie. We getting a little bougie that we gonna get him a In and Out Burger or something. I don't know. Uh, how would you do that? Fancy, we getting fancy over here in In and Out Burgers and all that good. I was just saying. Sorry, my LA folks. <laughs> Correction. That's cheeseburger, Andy. That <laughs> <laughs> cheeseburger, Andy. And yeah, I probably agree with you, Andy Reid probably has the advantage. Let's talk about quarterback position. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts is having an, an excellent season, but obviously Patrick Mahomes, we don't really know what he's going to look like coming off that high ankle sprain. He's obviously got two more weeks to recover from it. If we had to pick, who do you think is who has the advantage here at the quarterback position between Patrick Mahomes words, and Jalen Hurts? In the words of the legend TJ Hopkins, Patrick Mahomes is him, okay? He's him, H-I-M, with four more M's at the end. Him. Mm. I'll go Kansas City. I'll go Kansas City because, look, Patrick Mahomes is such a difference maker. I mean, he he moves the needle. Um, and to be honest with you, he looked pretty good in in that AFC title game against, you know, against Cincinnati. I think you saw mental toughness on display right there from Patrick Mahomes. Um, but, but I think he's going to face a lot more quarterback pressure after him against the Oh, Philadelphia definitely, Eagles because that, that's the thing. Against... Right, that, he definitely will, but I'm going to give the edge to the guy that's been here, just like head coach. I'm giving it to Kansas City. Like Patrick Mahomes is just he, – he, he's the difference maker, plain and simple. He moves the needle. He does this. He does that. And they're not here without him, and he's more than likely going to win his second MVP on Thursday. It's true, yep. probably. Um, let's go to one that's actually a little bit closer. Let's talk about offensive weapons on both sides of the ball. Um, 
you know, Kansas City, they got Isaiah Pacheco, Drew Jusman Schuster, MVS, uh, Kadarius Tony, and obviously Travis Kelsey, uh, probably the GOAT tight end, uh, Jarek McKinnon. Uh, and then on the <laughs> Philadelphia side of this, you got Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, and they got their own good tight end, Dallas Goddard. So if you had to pick the offensive weapons between these two teams, I didn't even mention Kenneth Wayne Gainwell, who's a good running back as well. Um, just the offensive weapons between these two teams. Who do you give the edge to? I'm giving it to the Philadelphia Eagles because of the depth that they have. Devontae Smith, um, Quez Watkins, like you just listed. The, I look at the rotation of running backs that they have. But the guy that really sets everything apart for them is A.J. Brown. He brings depth. He brings swagger. He brings confidence. And, David, I've been saying this all year. His impact is just so similar to what Terrell Owens did in 2004. Just that tough receiver that can make those catches in traffic, can stretch the field vertically. And, I mean, he became the heart and soul of this Eagles football team. TJ. Um, what you call the CBS listed their top 25 players, and Jarrett McKinnon was the first running back off the board Right, like when you look at all the running backs that's gonna play in this game, Jarek McKinnon was the first running back, the highest ranked running back at that, and it's mostly because the Eagles have three different dudes for three different purposes, right? Like Miles Sanders is probably like they heavy hitter, Boston Scotts they receiving back, Kenneth Gainwell is they um they look uh they they look lightning guy, they fast guy, Jarek McKinnon. Right, right. Jared McKinnon can do all of that, and he's a better, what you call it, uh, pass blocker than all of them, really. True. But when you have an offensive line as good as Philadelphia, you don't need your running backs to pass block that much. (laughs) No, you don't, but we are in like mobile quarterbacks tend to get sacked more because they're trying to extend the play and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, I would have to give it to the Eagles simply because their receiving core, like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith is better than Juju Smith-Schuster and um, MVS or Kadarius. Right, like, like, that, like Travis Kelsey is, come on, man, like that's, they got that. Like if it was to go down to like the best tight end, yeah, Chiefs got that one, not even close. Put a but, jacket on him already. Right, put the jacket on him already. <laughs> um but yes, yeah, so like offensive weapons, yeah, you got to give it to the Eagles just because. I think just because of the uh, AJ Brown, Devontae yeah, Smith, right? Yeah, just because. Yeah, that. yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with that. Um, and that's exactly where I was going. I, I just think wide receiver core: AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, um, Dallas Goddard is a top five tight end in the league, right? Travis Kelsey is number one. Ten. Dallas Goddard's top five, um, and then. I give him ten. You said five. What? It's five two ten. He's for sure in the top. Mm, in the top, 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 like top seven. Uh, top, I mean, all, 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 be a top five guy. All, all of those but, five through ten tight ends are kind of fluid. I mean, they're all kind of the same. Right. But he is for sure right. up there in that conversation. Yeah. When I look at the when I look at the run, when I look at both running backs, um, I got you know I, whew, man, I, I'm I'm leaning Miles Sanders over Ijo Pacheco, definitely Jarek McKinnon over Boston Scott, um, so that's kind of even right there. Um, and then, you know, look at the tight end, Trip Kelsey over him. But, yeah, the wide receivers really stand out. There's not really a wide receiver. If, if they're, they decide, and which the Eagles should do um, in this game, double-team the hell out of Travis Kelsey. You know, MVS, 
We've seen him have one game and four duds. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, we've seen him. Last couple, I mean, this year he's a little bit of a, a difference, but the last couple of years been inconsistent. Um, Jer- uh, McCall Hardman injured. Um, who else is their guy? Sky Moore, rookie, inconsistent. Um, Godly, give me another Just, wide receiver. Justin Watson's on this team too. John Justin Ross Watson. is on this team. Come on, Kadarius oh, Tony. Kadarius Tony injured. Got, bang, got banged got up banged in the game up. against Cincinnati. May not play in this game. Yeah, so so I'm going to give the 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 offense. And Miko Hardman's on IR. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to give this offensive weapons to the Eagles on my end. Moving on, I'm also going to roll with the Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to the offensive weapons. Let's talk about the offensive line. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, they got Orlando Brown Jr. at left tackle, Joe Tooney at right, left guard, Creed Humphrey at center, Trey Smith at right guard, and then Andrew Wiley at right tackle. Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Jordan Malata, uh, left tackle, Landon Dickerson, left guard, Jason Kelsey at center, Isaiac, uh, man, I don't Samalo, right guard and Lane Johnson playing with that torn groin um, at right tackle. Um, If you had to give an advantage to the offensive line, I'll let Izzy go first since you went last on the last one. Yeah, no, I mean the Philadelphia Eagles, man, all they all, all those guys are pro bowlers all across that line. Some of them all pro. Um, When I look at the Kansas city chiefs, they're more built for off uh, for pass protection. Um, When I look at the Eagles, they're just well-balanced in general. I mean, one of the best running teams in the league, um, they can pass protect as well. They get nasty. They get physical in the red zone. Obviously, the quarterback sneak uh, with Jalen Hurts is damn near um, unstoppable, damn near. Um, except uh, it, we did see a little chink in it against the 49ers, but not many people are rolling out that 49ers defensive line, right? Yeah. Um, but they still got the first down. So that was the first time I ever saw, like, the Eagles where I was like, oh, whoa, there was a wall there, you know? But that that's gonna happen against the 49ers. So yeah, I'm gonna go get the offense, um, the advantage to the offensive line um, to the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. TJ. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, how many sacks did how many how many times was Jalen Hurts sacked this year? I'll, I'll give that number here in a second. Not 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 that many, honestly. Um, but at the same time, Pat Mahomes just showed you, like, hey, if I have a not even a good offensive line. If I have an adequate offensive line, look what I can do for you. Keep in mind, thirty-eight times this season, thirty-eight. That's a lot. That's a, yeah. That's actually a lot. Because well, again, mobile quarterbacks tend to get sacked more. Um, yeah, but Pat Mahomes just showed. Like we last time, Pat Mahomes in the Super Bowl, he was running for his life. Right. Pat Mahomes sacked twenty-six times. This Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes was running for his life last time we saw him in the Super Bowl, mostly because he was playing with backups and backups to the backups in that in that Super Bowl against the Buccaneers, right? Like he they 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 did the tracking. He damn near ran for five hundred yards running backwards because he was he he was running for his life. But because of their because of their run game. The Eagles got to have the best offensive line. Like, they, they run game is probably the best in the league. Christian. Yeah, I got to go with the Eagles. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's the, it's the Philadelphia Eagles because they do everything on that line with, with such consistency. You see Jalen Burts throw the ball from the pocket. They give him that clean pocket to throw from. Pressure's coming from the right. They work together so collectively as a unit push everything away so Jalen's able to roll away from the pocket. And then look at what they did in the two playoff games. Obliterated the Giants' defensive line and really punched 
the San Francisco 49ers in the mouth. And what do I always talk about? Winning that line of scrimmage and establishing yourself at that line of scrimmage. And they do just that. Uh, let's swing in from the – I'm also going to roll with the Philadelphia Eagles when it comes to the offensive line. Swinging into the defensive side of the ball, let's talk about the defensive, tack, defensive line on the Philadelphia Eagles side. they got Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, and Josh Sweat uh, rolling out for the Philadelphia Eagles. Kansas City, uh, not to be trifled with, they got George Karloftis, Kalen Saunders, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark. Uh, of those four guys, uh, which defensive line – Dean has the advantage as we go into the Super Bowl. Christian. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles because I look at the tandem of Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, and Fletcher is a guy that can play, and he plays sideline to sideline. How many defensive linemen do you see playing sideline to sideline? You don't. He's consistent in getting after the football, pursues the, pursues the ball carrier, gets after the quarterback, and – when you apply pressure, it's not just all about sacking the quarterback. It's collapsing his pocket and pushing his pocket and forcing that offensive line coach to say, look, we got to zoom in and we got to circle in on that particular guy. And that's what Fletcher Cox does for this entire Eagles defense. He does a lot of the little things that you really don't see get impacted on the stat sheet. So I'm going with the Eagles for sure because they can attack you in so many different ways. TJ. Was his defensive? Uh, yeah, the defensive the Chiefs, line. the Chiefs' defensive front is not like you said. They they are not to be slept on just because mm-hmm. you know, like they like they it's some put some like respect the Eagles on got, the Eagles, Eagles got all the big <laughs> Eagles got all the big names, but like George Karloftis was a really productive rookie this season. And when you mm-hmm. say they got all, and when you when you say they got all the big names, like are they? Do they? Like. I mean, I mean, Fletcher Clocks, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, those are pretty household names in the NFL. Are they better than Chris Jones? No. I mean, Fletcher Cox might be. I mean, for his career. For his career? But like, so today, no, nah, Chris Jones is probably the best of those. Like, we, like, like, so when you say bigger name, right, like Chris Jones is, hey, Chris Jones is probably the best edge rusher in this game. Keep it, keep it 100. I mean, he plays defensive tackle, too. He's 15 and a half sacks this season. Keep, like, keep it 100, <laughs> right? That's insane. That's pretty good, man. Like, you, this is a dude, like, you can line them up inside and out. Like, that's – yeah, so whoever – whoever's lined up across from front, uh, from Chris Jones, hey, you got your work cut out for you. All right? It, it's not going to be an easy day at the office. <laughs> But yeah, and, th- and these teams were one and two in sacks this season. Uh, Philadelphia with seventy sacks on the season. Kansas City Chiefs with fifty-five. Yeah, seventy sacks. What's that? The that's most a, since that, that's the most since what the eighty-five Bears or something like that. It's not a franchise record. They said a, they're a franchise record for sacks too. They um, did. That's a big disparity too. Seventy to fifty-five. Oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, I'm going to Eagles. They got dogs all across that line. Um. Even. Even the backups are even no, because like this pushing. is and Dominic. I, mean, I, I, didn't, even man, I didn't even mention the Dominic and Sue, Joseph, Jordan Davis, yeah, yeah Quinn. Jordan Davis, and Dominic and Sue. Like those are the backups, like in the uh, interior the, defensive line. It's a luxury to have those guys, yeah, right? And, and, and it's and it's what and so, it's what you want because like all those guys, they get one on one matchups. There's not one single dude that you can spare a double team for. Because it's like, damn, do I double Hassan? If I double Hassan Reddick, that leaves 
Fletcher Cox one on one with this part, and it's like, no, like, damn, I'm stuck. Like everybody, you just gotta hope and pray everybody holds up on the like hold up on the end. But the Eagles, like, if they if they get home, it can be ugly. Can't it, it can't get like and you still don't know how healthy what's his name. And I question that, I question, you know, with this. the defensive line being that good, I question uh, you know, I know it's been two weeks. He's probably had some time to rest up, but how's the ankle feeling for Patrick Mahomes? Is he able to get out, get away gingerly? Um, you know, is he still gonna be a little ginger on that ankle? That's high ankle sprain. I'm sure he's probably ninety percent now, two weeks. I'll take a ninety percent ankle high ankle sprain for Patrick Mahomes over anything. Well, hey, hey, let's going against that defensive line, you gotta be a little he's gonna have to be a little mobile in the pocket. Um, let's be honest, let's be honest. 80 percent Pat Mahomes is better than ninety percent of this league. Right? Like <laughs> like like no seriously, eighty quarterbacks like, definitely <laughs> like, like Pat Mahomes on Pat Mahomes on a bum ankle is literally better than most of the quarterbacks in this league. Mm-hmm. Let's keep let, let's let, let's call let's let's keep it one hundred. Right, um, moving on, moving off of the line, defensive line. Let's on the Kansas City side. They got Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Carlos Dunlap. Uh, on the Philadelphia side of this, they got Kaiser White, T.J. Edwards, and Hassan Reddick, uh, who wreaked havoc uh, in that NFC Championship game. Uh, Is he advantage when it comes to Man. linebackers? I'm going Philadelphia, man. I'm going Philadelphia, man. Hassan Reddick can wreak havoc. Um, uh, um, who's the young boy that you just mentioned? I forget his name. Um, God, Lee. Uh, name Kaiser the White, T.J. Edwards, Hassan Reddick. T.J. Edwards. T.J. Edwards is the reason why N'Kobe Dean ain't really playing. Ain't really That's playing. how good he's been this year. <laughs> he's got nine nine soul. He's got nine nine solo tackles this season. That's tied for seventh <laughs> in the NFL. That's that's how good T.J. Edwards has been. So I'm going to advantage Philadelphia Eagles on this one. T.J. It's it's it, the number one defense in the league, man. It's got to be the Eagles, right? And also, like, let's not act like the injury that N'Kobe Dean had coming out of college isn't also why he's not been playing. <laughs> that's like, true. like, no, that's like, true. like yeah, she, she, been playing she, she lights out. Lights no, no, out. and and I get that, but N'Kobe Dean had first round draft pick status written all over him. Then he gets hurt, and then he just drops in the draft, and like we, we it's a it's a tale. Oh, this time, right? Like we see it all the time. Player get college player gets hurt. First round draft, like supposed to be a first round or a high draft pick, and then all of a sudden he he just drop, 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 drops. Eddie Jackson's supposed to be a first round pick, breaks his ankle, falls all the way down to the fourth round. How does that happen? Uh, but yeah, it's the, it's 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 the um, it's the Eagles. Like I'm what? Like who's the best? Who's the best linebacker for the um, for the Kansas City Chiefs? Nick Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton. Nick Bolton, right? Not Nick close. Nick Bolton is probably the best player of those six players, potentially. Like he's been incredible this season. But it's like it's it's depth, right? Like it's the. I mean, Nick Bolton oh, had 108 solo tackles this season, tied for second. 108 solo tackles by himself. And you go sideline to sideline. I'm actually going to give the edge of the linebackers actually to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Willie Gay is a really nice wee side linebacker. Carlos Dunlap, you know, ageless vet. I'm actually going to go Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's close, man. I'm telling David, it's close. You could go either way depending on what you like. I actually I give the edge because you know I like I like what T.J. Edwards means, but I just give the edge because of Hassan Reddick, man. He's that he's that dude, man. When he's coming off the edge, he's that dude. I don't know if Kansas City got a dynamic playmaker playmaker like. 
him and a lot of those linebackers like Hassan Reddick in this game. That's actually they can flip a game like this. Yeah, you really can go either way because Kansas City's guys, you know, they're tough, they're physical, they're relentless, and it starts with Nick Bolton at the middle, and I think he's going to be a star playing the position for years to come. He's excellent when it comes to stopping that run, but what really sets the Eagles apart, and this is what gives them the slight advantage, is number seven, Hassan Reddick. He was an absolute force in that NFC Championship game. There was no answer. I mean, he knocked out two quarterbacks during that game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not funny, but I'm just saying. Like he, no, he did, he did, did. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm gonna give the slight edge to the Eagles. This one could really go either way. Uh, Moving into the secondary uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, they got James Bradbury, C.J. Gardner Johnson, who led the NFL in interceptions, uh, Reed Blankenship, and then Darius Big Slay. Big play slay. Big play slay. Um, Josiah, Josiah Scott is probably their nickel. Uh, Marcus Epps also plays a little bit at the strong safety. Kansas City side of this, they got Trent McDuffie, the rookie, Justin Reed, Juan Thornhill, and Javarius Sneed. Uh, Jalen Watson is their nickel. Again, Christian. another. Oh, go ahead, Christian. I'm going Philly here because all those guys bring something to the table. It's nothing against. Kansas City, but Darius Slay, when he wants, can shut down the side of the field. Gardner Johnson can pick up tight ends, and he's probably going to be seeing a lot of Travis Kelsey in this one. James Bradbury, who I know off well and very well. Now, he's another guy that forces you to, that makes you hesitate to throw in his direction. Um, yeah, I definitely like the Eagles here. I just think it's the depth and each of them brings something to the table. You can't really say that about about Kansas City. Their secondary really took a hit after Tyran Matthew left. Like, Justin Reed is good, but he's no honey badger. LeJarrius Sneed is probably Kansas City's best cover corner. Jalen Watson's made a couple of nice picks and a couple of nice plays this year. I remember that pick he made against Justin Herbert way back, week two. It took it to the house. That ended up being the difference maker against the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, this that Kansas City that Kansas City secondary, just like their defensive line, is not nothing to like you know sneer over. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, the Eagles got the bigger names for sure, for sure they got the bigger names, and they probably what you call it that whole iron sharpens iron mentality because like they got to go up against AJ Brown and Darius Slate uh, and um, Devontae Smith every day in practice. Like that's. Come on, man. Like, how, how do you not get better <laughs> going up against that, right? But if it's – if this is one of those situations where, like, if the Eagles think they can just pick them apart because they don't they don't think they got the playmakers, yeah, they're going to be – yeah, they're they going to be in for a rude awakening for sure. Like, I'm not going to, like, just because they got – like, the Eagles probably got the best two. They probably got the so, better I two. I don't, I don't think that's close. Right? They got the play, like, but it's not. Yeah, Jane, it's, Jane, James Bradbury and Darius Slay might be the best combo of corners in the NFL this season. Yeah, they probably got the best two, but other than that, I don't know. Like, I think nickel on down is pretty even. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, Kansas City um, in the rotation a little bit, two rookies, right? Correct. Yes, Trent McDuffie and Jalen Watson. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I think Brian Cook might be a rookie. Hey, and they 
Hey, hey, Brian hey, Cook is a rookie. He's a rookie. Hey, I, hey, I yeah. get they rookies. I get they, but they, but hey, they, they could ball though. They could ball. They some, they some damn good rookies. <laughs> they some good rookies. No, when when it come down to it, like 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 them in Seattle had like some of the most impact rookies, like as, as far as a group on defense, especially. Um, I'm going with the veterans. I'm going with the guys, the household names on Philadelphia. But the two best corners, I mean, Darius Slay, James Bradbury. Um, I mean, they've been, you know, amazing this year. Number one defense for a reason. Uh, CJ Gardner Johnson back there in the back end. Um, you know, I got to go Philadelphia, man. I've seen, I, we've seen them lock guys up, you know, week in and week out. Um, but Kansas City, I've seen some teams eat on them. So I got to mm-hmm. go give the advantage to the Philadelphia Eagles in this one. Moving on from the, from the secondary, let's talk about that special teams. Uh, on the Kansas City side of this place, kicker Jake Elliott, Brett Kern is their punter. Um, oh, this is the Philadelphia Eagles, sorry. Philadelphia Eagles, Brett, Jake Elliott, Brett Kern. Uh, Britton Convy is their punt returner. Boston Scott is their kick returner. Their long snapper is Rick Lovato. On the Kansas City Chiefs side of this, uh, Harrison Bucker is their place kicker. Tommy Townsend is their punter. Kadarius Toner. Tony is their punt returner, but it'd probably be Justin Watson since he's hurt. Isaiah Pacheco mm-hmm. is their kick returner, and James Winchester is their long snapper. If you had to pick one of these special teams units, which do you prefer, Izzy? I'm going Kansas City. Um, yeah. Even though I know Harrison Bucker has had the, what, hamstring injury a little bit. Um, yeah, he's, he hasn't this been year. the big-legged kicker that you expected out of him this season as he has been in the past seasons, uh, and he has right. missed more kicks this season than in the seasons before. Right, right. Um, but I do, I, I you know, if Kadarius Tony, you know, can't really go as a punt returner, which you know, Sky Moore and Justin Watson, you know, are are easily are really good fill-ins. I know just Sky Moore have seen some some kick return, a punt return option, um, um, action this year. Um, on the Philly side, I just you know, when it comes to Jake Elliott, um, whew, I mean, he's been pretty he's been pretty automatic, but. I mean, there's been times. I mean, that punter. We. I mean, there's been times. Brent Kern. I mean, I. I haven't even. Sometimes I haven't even seen him on the field because <laughs> the offense has been so damn good. So and they um, go and for it. They, they 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 go for it a lot on fourth down, right? Like so. Yeah, yeah he only yeah. punted it ten times the entire season. Ten. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going Kansas City. I'm going That's Kansas City as the special teams in this one. I'm going Kansas City, and it's not like again, it's not like Buddy. Uh, Tom, right, I just want to, I just want to have this comparison, right, right, real quick. Brett Kern, right, played the same amount, same number of games, ten punts this season. Okay, mm-hmm. Tommy Townsend, who punts for the Kansas City Chiefs, fifty-three punts this season. How many? Fifty-three punts. 53. And you know the thing is, is that we're looking at we're looking at some of those other guys, but when I look at like units, right. 53 points or 10 points, that means that that punt return unit ain't that punt, um, um, that punting unit hasn't really been on the field a lot, you know, as opposed to the Kansas City Chiefs punting unit who has been. So, you know, if any team I think is going to break one in this game, it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs on the Philadelphia Eagles because that unit hasn't really been on the field and hasn't had opportunities as many times as the Kansas City Chiefs has had. So I got to go Kansas City on this one. Yeah, go like Scott Moore if he plays. Is Scott Moore playing? Yeah, he's actually he should be. Yeah, he's I, I don't know what his role is exactly is going to be because they don't use him as their regular kick returner. Um, well, but, no, well he was the one yeah. that he, he was the one that set up that 
Correct. Yeah, the big um play, the play down the play. That was him. Uh, the punt returning, yes, he was. But he's not that their regular punt returner. Yeah, he was only in there because uh, Kadarius Tony got hurt. Kadarius Tony was out. Yeah, and we don't know what his injury is looking like. So, but if Kadarius Tony can go, I mean, he's electric. I mean, T. I mean, Christian knows. Yeah. Um. I'm giving the the special teams edge to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think Izzy pretty much took everything that I was gonna say, and I I don't think he could have broken it down any better. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely Kansas City. I really don't have anything else to add on to it. He said everything for me. TJ, well, I ain't got nothing to add. I'm, I, the minute the minute Izzy said Kansas City, I was like, yup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also taking the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I know Harrison Buckner, uh, 75% for completion percentage on field goals this season, uh, down uh, a little bit from last season, and, and Jake Elliott, 87%. But that unit in Kansas City, I think it's better. Uh, let's talk about fan bases. So not, neither of these are Buffalo Bills fans where they're going to jump through tables, but the Kansas City, Philadelphia Eagles, pretty rowdy <laughs> fan bases. Uh, one fan base boots Santa Claus. Um, Philadelphia, so- speak for yourself, Okay. <laughs> That's probably the most rowdiest fan base in the NFL. Ooh. So if you had to pick, if you had to pick one of these fan bases, who has the advantage when it comes to the fan base? Philadelphia or Kansas City? Christian. Really? You really gonna start with me? Really? Oh. <laughs> you know he don't like the Eagles, man. He- nah, <laughs> look, look. I gotta, keep, I gotta keep it professional. Yeah, I'll tell you guys a little quick story. The Eagles played the Giants on December tenth. Across from MetLife, where the Giants play, there's a mall. It's like the Mall of America on steroids, like HGH. Damn. Like, nah, like for real. I mean, there's I a beach in there. Mall. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring you when you come out here, man. I'll bring, I'll bring all y'all. That's um, a mall I got to go to. And I'm, I'm trying to tell all you. All right, but go, go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> there were so many <laughs> Eagles fans in there. I'm like, man, I had to go buy a pair of sunglasses. The green was really disturbing my eyes. But <laughs> I gotta give it I gotta give it to the Eagles because these Eagles fans are passionate. They're they're a little disrespectful at times, but I mean they booed Santa Claus <laughs> and they talked about Mama McNabb. That's one thing we not gonna do is talk about Mama McNabb. But anywho I'll give it to the Eagles because, I mean, they follow their team so closely. They're passionate. I just hate that theme song, that that little song they sing. The Fly Eagles Fly. Man, the Jalen Hurts did for I, sure look, didn't know the words to. Listen, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I, I'll listen to Go Cubs, and everybody knows how I feel about Go Cubs Go. I'll listen to that before I listen to Fly Eagles Fly. Hey, hey, no disrespect on the podcast now. Come on. Hey, for real. <laughs> hey, like, we're come we're, on, we're come disrespectful on, on this podcast all the Jesus time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. TJ, you know what? Since TJ got a problem about the go, go, man, don't you ever. Don't, this podcast, this podcast just, was built on disrespect. Come on. Just because just the Yankees ain't got a catchy song on me, you got to hate on Oz, man. Like, come on, man. Like, just, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the Philadelphia Eagles got here. the advantage here when it comes to the fan base. Do they? they, they, do they really? Yeah. Do, do they? Uh, DJ, you think, you think the other? Like, come no, on, Andrew, when I look at teams that's going to travel, I think Kansas City fans travel really freaking well. Don't do the well, Eagles. It's the Super Bowl. Everybody's gonna. I know. Well. I know. I know. I know. Both fan bases is gonna be there. I know. Bro, I know. like no, no, no. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Shannon Sharp told a story about how, like, when he, when he was on the Broncos, they go to Kansas City. They go to Kansas City. 
The crowd in Kansas City was so loud, John Elway had to look towards the ref because he couldn't get the snap off. Like he couldn't, like the refs had to step in and tell the crowd to be quiet so the play could get so the play could get counted off. I ain't never heard of no Eagle fans being so loud. The refs had to be like, please keep the noise to a respectable level so the play can get no, no. They like Shannon Sharp did share the video because folks didn't believe him and had players asking, like, yo, was this real? Yes, this is real. I was there. Kansas City fans, great, great. Kansas City fans, that fan base, I think, in my opinion, because of questions like this, don't get enough respect. Bro, like, it is hell going into that red kingdom that they like to call it. Like, it is, like, bro, it is hell. Like, I guarantee if you was to ask players today, hey, man, what's your least favorite place to play? Philly going to be up there for sure. I'm not taking that away from them. But I guarantee you teams hate going to Kansas City. They hate going, especially when Mahomes and that offense get the rolling. Oh, my God. It's over with. Over with. I don't necessarily disagree with either of those takes. So, um, I, I still going to go Philadelphia, but uh, I think it is really close. Um, we'll end up with we'll seeing and kind of the way this all worked out. I mean, if they, the Kansas City and this for is, most of our uh, – and, and this is why the Super Bowl is like, what you call it, play at a neutral site. There is no home field advantage, yep. right? This is – this is what makes it beautiful. <laughs> I mean, so when we talk about the way things kind of shook out, when we talk about the advantage, I mean, we all had Kansas City with the head coach and quarterback, special teams, and the fan base was kind of split. But the Philadelphia Eagles swept everything else. Um, they the offensive weapons, offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, secondary. Um, so we have to ask the question here, final question, who raises the Vince Lombardi trophy? And Christian, is it time? David, you know what? I want all y'all in on this. Because this is the finale. I need all y'all. Let's go. One, two. Oh, my God. My bad. My bad. It's all good, play. One, two, three. Shameless finale, baby. Let's go. Let's ride. Hopefully, it's the last shameless plug of the year. What the hell are you talking about, David? Okay, whatever. It's still shameless plug number one. Yeah, he, look, he still got the point across. <laughs> hey, you did what you, you did, what you had. So you understood the assignment. Yeah. And um, oh, haters over here. <laughs> look, <laughs> you guys realize this is the first Super Bowl of number one seeds. I want to say since um, the Broncos and the Panthers. I want to say, if I'm not mistaken, or no, the the Patriots and the Eagles. My bad, my bad. 2017. Mm. Um. I mean, Kansas City, they're a battle-tested group. You've seen it all year long. And let's not act like they haven't heard the rumblings. Ooh, the Raiders, they got Devontae Adams. The Chargers got Khalil Mack. Tracy uh, Jackson. Right, right. Denver, they got Russell, new coach Wilson. Um, Denver was a joke. <laughs> the Raiders, <laughs> forget about it. And the Chargers blew a 27 nothing lead. In the playoffs, you think I'm really gonna let that go? Um, and I kept telling people Kansas City will still win this division due to the simple fact of two things one, they have the best player in the division, and two, they have the best coach in the division. That speaks volumes, seriously. 
the Eagles, when I look at can't when I look at Philly, they can beat you in so many different ways. If they have to turn it into a shootout, they can do it. If they have to ugly the game up, what I mean by that is running the football. They can do it. They can beat you with defense. They just have a different variety of ways to really punch you in the mouth. Part one of my preview was Friday. I reveal who I have winning the game an hour before kickoff on Sunday on video. I'll be sure to send it to you guys. You guys will be the first to see it. I promise you. And that's on dailyblitz.blog, so make sure you check out that content uh, from Mr. Christian Simpson. Uh, TJ. Well, you asked me a while ago, and I said for selfish reasons, I want the Eagles to win because of the quarterback situation, right? Jalen Hurts, not, not, not just because of what – Justin Fields goes through here and Jalen Hurts went through this went through a similar went through a similar thing. But Jalen Hurts, if he wins this, a new narrative is written. Right? The whole narrative of you can't win as a mobile quarterback, that's gone. So like if Jalen Hurts win if Jalen Hurts and the Eagles win the Super Bowl, the narrative of run first quarterbacks can't lead you to a Super Bowl. Now they, they got to find something else. Now they got to find something else to say. Because if he does it, hey, what can you say? Like, what like what can you say? Like, how are you going to nitpick and try to discredit him and try to take it away from him? And you look, I want to add this on to what TJ saying. I think Izzy knows where I'm about to go with this. Well, I'm so happy for Jalen Hurts because – I remember watching him in the national championship, Alabama versus Georgia. He's struggling. They bring in Tua. And if you play, you know getting demoted or getting benched in the sport of football, it's a big blow to you. It's almost like a punch to the gut. I mean, Jalen just took it on the chin. Anytime Tua came to the sideline, who was the first person there to go over what just happened? Well, he, he had to. Yeah. He had to, like he couldn't like, he couldn't throw a fit. But he on that stage, TJ, on that on that stage is what I'm saying. The national championship, millions of people are watching you, and then months later, that same year, SEC championship. Um, Tua gets hurt. Jalen comes in and saves the day. I mean, look, Jalen's done it the right way. And I mean, I'm glad to see him at this stage. If Mahomes didn't have the He's season. The we're having Jalen will be my MVP. Oh yeah, I, I think Jalen will be. Going back, a lot of going back to college, man. Look, let me tell you, man. Jalen Jalen Hurts is responsible for putting Alabama in three national championships, three straight national championships at that. And they and still bench them. Is he been? No, no, no. But in the, in, the, in the SEC championship, in, when he won the SEC championship, a lot of folks said maybe you should roll with Jalen Hurts against Clemson. Is he? The man went twenty-five and two, and he oh, still know, had to, and he still had to transfer to get some love and oh. respect as a quarterback. Twenty-five oh, yeah, and, and two, and, 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 and so his journey, I, I don't understand his journey. He took and he took Oklahoma to the college football playoff and got smoked by Joe Burrow on LSU's historic. Hey, Joe, Joe Burrow um, smoked a lot of people. Ain't today, no, yeah. ain't no shame. In, ain't no shame in that though. Ain't no shame in that. I mean, Jalen Hurts put himself in the Heisman. He got, I think he got invited to New York that year. So look, let me say let me say this, man. Jalen Hurts, um, incredible, incredible, incredible story of perseverance. I think from from the time he got to Oklahoma 
to the time to right now, he's literally gotten better every single season. I mean, every single season he's gotten better. He's increased his completion percent in the NFL when he was a rookie. Uh, he went from fifty something percent to sixty three percent to now sixty eight percent completion percentage um, in the NFL. Uh, so Jalen Hurts is is a remarkable talent. Um, I think that he in this Super Bowl, the Eagles raised the trophy, and it's not all going to be because of Jalen Hurts as it is going to be all on Pat Mahomes' shoulders, right? It's going to be because he's got a hell of a defense to back him up. He's got weapons to get the ball to in open space. He's got a big-time wide receiver. He's got a hell of an offensive line that can block for him that's not going to let him get hit not too many times uh, in the game. So um, I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know, Pat Mahomes is definitely going to make – and Pat Mahomes, when you got Pat Mahomes, just like if you got 12, either 12, you got a chance. <laughs> I'll get out of so, here with the other 12. He's going to go – I said either 12. I said either 12. I said he's gonna, either he's, 12. He's going to go into a darker tree and retire. Who okay. knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going with the Eagles to win this football game. But I it, it, it doesn't all – see, this is the first time it was like – it doesn't all have to be on Jalen Hurts' shoulders. He has a hell of a team to back him up. Defense, offensive line, offensive weapons. Um, this team has very little holes in it. Um, good run game, hell of a run game. When it's fourth and one, oh, they're picking it up. Okay, oh, yeah. they're on the goal line. Oh, they're picking it up. Okay, they're picking up the touchdown from one from from a half yard out. There, there's no stopping that quarterback sneak. I'm going Philadelphia Eagles to raise the Lombardi. I'm also taking the Philadelphia Eagles by a lot of the reasons that Izzy just said. They just have a better team collectively. Like, it's not going to be all on Jalen Hurts to win win this game. The defense is stacked. The offensive line is stacked. Their offensive weapons is stacked. This is a better football team in the Philadelphia Eagles than it is in Kansas City, who have the best player in this particular game. But Philadelphia has the best overall team, and I think a team wins the Super Bowl, not a player. Give me the Kansas, give me the Philadelphia Eagles to raise the Vince Lombardi Trophy, TJ. Right now, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the if the uh, Kansas City Chiefs won this. But like I said, neither would I. Me, self- me, neither would I. For selfish reasons, I want the Eagles to win. For my own personal selfish reasons, I want the Eagles to win. And that's been our Super Bowl 57 preview and prediction show. Uh, this has been presented by Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. And if you do happen to miss us live, I've shared the link to our plethora of streaming options. Uh, you can watch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and, of course, iHeartRadio. And this show ran a little bit long, um, so that Rams offseason preview show will be moved to a later date. Uh, so keep an eye out for that content. Tomorrow is going to be our big uh, NBA trade deadline show where we preview a bunch is, of the trades. Is you ain't got money on you ain't got money on uh Denver and uh Minnesota tonight, do you? Oh man, no, no, man, my parlay no. got busted. I, I picked I picked Orlando at home and 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 down the stretch, Tom Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau Ooh. things up and he played the smart decision and did the foul game and just it was a three-point game and he kept putting Orlando on the line, so they lost. But I picked every other thing right. It's all of course, good, of course baby. it is. I'm predicting uh, yeah, those we're Bulls, though. What I tell we're, you about the Bulls, though? It's not over yet. You got to hold the court. We're, 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 we're going to get into the NBA trade deadline tomorrow. We're going to have our 
fake trades uh, that we think could happen on Thursday as the trade deadline gets fast approaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep an eye out for that content. That goes live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's going to be a really fun show. Looking forward to that content. Uh, I've been David Huffman. Right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins, the CEO of Prime Sports World, Mr. Israel Rivera. And from the Daily Blitz.blog, Mr. Christian Simpson. Um, what do we do here at the Prime, my friends? We get disrespectful. Heat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we bring the heat and we get a little disrespectful here at Prime Sports World. Bring it <laughs> like, we, like when we trashed that pizza in New York City. <laughs> no way. Shots fired. David with Shots a fired. rare shot. David with a rare three-point shot. Jeez. I know you love that, that moldy-ass grilled cheese you made. I have my heart, but I heard, hey, <laughs> hey. Hey, I, heard, I heard y'all got some of the best brick fire pizza in Brooklyn. I got to go try it out. Yeah, yeah we're all going to be hanging out. We're all going to be coming and hang out with you soon, Christian. Look, uh, man, we'll back, look. Christian, like Christian will be back t- here on Monday uh, when we break down yep. this Super Bowl. So, like I always uh, tell people that are close to me, you guys are welcome anytime. Just let me know. <laughs> 100%. Uh, you guys all have a good night. We will see you all tomorrow. Take it easy. Peace out. Yep.